from the studios of Teeing It Up in the Swamps of Jersey. And where are you, Luke? I'm in Charleston. Charleston, South Carolina. This is Teeing It Up presents the Sunday Sprint for Sunday of Week 14 of the National Football League season. That's December 11th of 2022. Good morning, Luke. Good morning. All right, can we just start here? Are the Is Matt Stafford the hero... Sorry, is Baker Mayfield the hero to the to, to the Rams? Well, or or is he the hero to some fantasy teams? <laughs> yeah, uh, or the uh, anti-hero to certain uh, sports bettors the other night with pulling off that shock. Um, you know, it's one game. I wouldn't expect much from Baker overall with the Rams, but that was really impressive what he did to come in on two days' notice there. And to come back like that and win that game and to, to lead that drive, which um, I forget the stat. It's something that has not been done in a long time for yeah. a team to go 98 yards in the last two minutes to win like that uh, is, uh, is pretty remarkable to do it with a new team. Uh, that was one of the more impressive things Baker has done in his career. Jets, Bills, Vikings, Lions, Vikings defeat Jets last week. Let's start here. The Jets had no business losing that game. Agree? Uh, Vikings should have lost that game. Agree? It could have gone either way. Okay. The, the Jets' red zone offense was atrocious. Agree? <laughs> oh, absolutely. And you survive. And it's something where I think... And I, I would hope for, for you guys, it's a wake-up call to Kirk Cousins and that offense and to Kevin O'Connell that this Jet defense is for real and you got to batten down the hatches because you guys had way too many sloppy drives and sloppy possessions which opened the game up possibly for um, the Jets you know, towards the end. Yeah, that's been, you know, that game that you saw there Sunday has really been the Vikings' way this year. They build the lead, and then they're unable to really put that game away. Ben, 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 that Ben, 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 but don't break defense, which almost broke. Yes, which is why it's, uh, it can be very, uh, I don't know, exhilarating, for lack of a better term, to watch this team every week. Uh, they, keep you, they keep you on your toes. On the edge of your seat, and the defense stepped up uh, that on that day. But yeah, that's been that's been the look. That's why a lot of people built out this Vikings team. It's why they're an underdog today against the five and seven Lions because the idea is just that they're they're getting by by the skin of their teeth, and they've been very lucky is how a lot of people look at this team um, and expecting that other shoe to drop it, and maybe it happens today. But what you saw last week, I mean, that's been that's been the Vikings this year, uh, winning a lot of close games and uh, plays at the very end of the offense kind of letting the other team hang around, make things interesting. And like you said, the defense bending but not breaking. And unfortunately, came up with enough plays inside the 20 to get out of there with the victory last week. You give up like 600 yards in the process. Or at least it feels that way. Um, well, yeah, they, they, they play the Lions today. They're the two teams that have allowed the most yards in the league this year. So uh, we'll see if we get some sort of a shootout this afternoon. And the Lions gave the Bills a scare on Thanksgiving, and what does that team do? It can put up points. Yep. You know that. 
from the Jets' perspective, they, they get the offensive Michael Carter back today, which I think will be a very good uh, thing for that unit, that unit that had been that, that had lost Brees Hall and didn't really have a, a finisher to get you in the end zone. I think that's what the Jets need, need to do today is to get six, not three. The problem is the weather, snowy in Buffalo, not easy for anybody involved. And I think <clears throat> one of the, the key things for the Jets to watch out for today is the ability for Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, Denzel Mims, and Braxton Berrios to be able to have plays down the field. No Von Miller. That eliminates, um, you know, a key pass rush piece for the Bills. I feel awful for Von, by the way. But what it should do is, whether it's Conklin or Uzama underneath, or it's the guys deep, if the weather permits, let, the, let them go for it. At some point, this defense that's one year ahead of schedule is going to break, one, one would think. So that's how I'm looking at Jets-Bills. This is the game that could decide our season. This is the game that, depending on what the Patriots do, uh, with that with that whole tiebreaker fiasco could be a problem uh, and and the Patriots holding that tiebreaker n- double tiebreaker it just to me the Jets need to finish drives and have their stars finish drives and Luke we talk about it all the time the playbook shrinks right down near the end zone and I think you saw some of that on uh, last Sunday. Yeah, look, I'm a big Mike White guy. Uh, in the red zone offense, obviously, was not good enough last week. And, you know, the concern with these, when you have a quote-unquote backup quarterback, and maybe Mike White can, can be more than a backup quarterback. No, he's the um, savior. It's the Mike White revolution. What are you talking about? Yeah, hey, maybe it is. But the concern is always, like, the sample size. The longer yeah. you go, yeah. you use that, that uh, cliche again. You wait for that, that other shoe to, to drop. And so he took on the Bears and the Vikings, two bottom three pass defenses. And um, now you get the Bills on the road, Bills with extra time to prepare, maybe some weather in there. And that Bills defense, you know, is still pretty stout. So curious to see how he does today on the road, outdoors, team with extra time. I like Mike White, but but this obviously, this this could be the the biggest challenge he's had yet. This really is. Um, Besides that, what, what other games do you want to talk about? Because for me... It's the Eagles and the Giants. The Giants, a team, there's got to be a wild card, in my opinion, that comes out of the NFC East uh, besides Philly. Uh, sorry, Philly will make the playoffs out of the NFC East. I could see one more team making it. The Giants also finishing games. Ties do not help you. <laughs> We've talked about this many times. Ties do not help you. Sometimes better to lose than win. Ties don't help. Yeah, they throw a, a wrench into the whole thing with, with these ties uh, that always make it more confusing. Like the Giants have uh, not been uh, as good at home. Uh, Daniel Jones hasn't been as good at home. They tied last week at home. They got the Eagles coming into their building today. In the rain. In the rain. 
they're beat up on defense. They haven't been playing as well lately. They've maybe regressed to the mean after a great uh, couple of weeks to begin the year. Uh, I don't know. Like the Eagles are favored by seven on the road for a reason. I could see Philadelphia going in there and kind of putting it on the Giants. But, boy, they need a, a good performance. They uh, have not won a game in almost a month now at this point. And uh, you got the Commanders again next week, which will be huge for the standings. If you're the Giants, you just got to try to find ways to win. And obviously for the Eagles, they're just looking to lock up that one seed already, or, or at least stay ahead of the Cowboys. And um, it's, it's a tough matchup for the Giants today. Um, the other game that I wanted to touch on is Dolphins-Chargers, just in the sense of you have an AFC West that has underperformed. The Chargers could be a wild card team out of there. And then you have this Dolphins team. That are they a mirage? Are they for real? What's happening here? Tyreek Hill, Tua. You don't really know. Now you're in prime time. You were flexed for, for flexed to prime time for a reason. Show up. Yeah, yeah, and you have the whole uh, you know Herbert versus Tua thing from that same draft last. Yeah. Yada yada yada. Uh, it should be an interesting game tonight. I do like the Chargers at home. Um, they, you want to talk? You know, we get to this time of year. We talk about these teams that desperately need wins, and boy, are the Chargers one of those. If the Chargers lose, they'll suddenly be under five hundred. As you said, a division that's not as good as we thought it'd be. Uh, and yet, this team under uh, Brandon Staley the last two years they have just been five hundred. They find ways to lose games. They're at home tonight, national TV, Dolphins coming in. The Dolphins are a little banged up on the offensive line. The Chargers got to find a way. But also, by the way, the Dolphins staying out west after playing the Niners, uh, that could be a bad thing for a team to spend, you know, about 10 days away from home on the west coast. If you're the Chargers, you've got to find a way to win this game and just stay in that AFC East or AFC race in general. Otherwise, uh, Staley, that team keeps getting hotter the longer this season goes. But I do think the Chargers find a way to win tonight against the Dolphins. What's the line on the Jets game, if you have it offhand? Jets are 10-point underdogs. Yeah, that line ballooned from like 7.5 to 10. Is that snow? You've talked to the Vegas guys. Is that snow or is that they, or is that they know somebody? Good question. Uh, I am not sure. Maybe just money pouring in uh, on the bills, moving that number. I'm not sure. It's very weird. That line, there's there's something with that line. I'm just saying. Somebody pointed that out to me the other day. There's something with that line. It's a little weird. There's a uh, weird trend. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but just take my word for it that when the home team is favored by double digits, the under kicks constantly. Uh, the under in this game is 43. So, it, And then now you mentioned snow as well. It could be a lower-scoring game, which therefore you usually like the underdog because if there's not going to be a lot of points, it's hard to pull away. So it could be a lower-scoring game with the Jets hanging in there today. Hmm. There you go. Look at that. It's interesting. It's Hopefully just, for your sake, that's the case. Some of these Vegas things are really weird. They know things that we somehow don't. Is that five games or is that four? One, two, uh, three, four. That's four. We need one, one more game quickly. Is there any other game here that sparks your interest? Yeah, I'll just throw this out. Maybe I should save it for the player to watch. But Cleveland, Cincinnati. Joe Burrow's never beaten the Browns, which is odd. Ooh, and now, and that's that's. You know, a, 
sorry, uh, sorry to interrupt, but that's problematic if you if you want to win your uh, division, sir. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, and it's the Browns. I mean, you know, it's not necessarily the Ravens. And you get Deshaun Watson, who looked he looked like a guy who hasn't played in two years last week. Now he's on the road in his second game against a good Bengals team. The Browns, like I said, usually play very well against Cincinnati, but. Is Deshaun Watson almost going to hold them back today? Uh, Cleveland probably needs to win this game to, to stay alive. And uh, it's a divisional game. It's a bit of a rivalry there in Ohio. So I'm interested to see how Deshaun plays in week two and, and if Burrow can finally uh, get over that hump with Cleveland. And then you look with Raven Steelers, and it's no Lamar Jackson. What's the impact there? So that's yeah, not. That's yeah, not. Kenny Pickett is not quite the same. Yeah, yes. Uh, that is my. Sleeper game. So, Luke, we're getting the end of our radio program. Oh. I know. But that's my sleeper game. Ravens-Steelers, backup versus backup. Yeah, that rivalry is always good. It's just something about backup versus backup is going to get you something. So what's your sleeper game, sir? I'll say... um I don't know. It's a good question. I think we covered all the games. Uh, I guess I'll say Jaguars-Titans divisional game. Uh, Assuming Trevor Lawrence is okay and good to go. Maybe Jacksonville. uh, The Titans are not playing well. They're beat up right now. Maybe the Jaguars make something happen in Tennessee. The game to watch golf during is the Bucks and the 49ers because I don't want to see Mr. Irrelevant. I don't care that it's silly season golf, but... The QBE shootout on NBC is more interesting than Tom Brady versus Mr. Irrelevant. Wow. I always feel bad about that nickname. Obviously, he's not irrelevant anymore. No. Well, to a guy getting drafted. Um, I'll go obvious. Texans-Cowboys. Cowboys are favored by 17 for a reason. The Texans are terrible. And that game will be a, a, should be a bore. Your game of the day. Oof. Um... I mean, I guess I'll go Sunday Night Football. Uh, Dolphins, Chargers, they fucked it, fucked it for a reason. Uh, it's not the best <laughs> matchup we've had uh, in a couple of weeks, but, but I'll, I guess I'll say that one. Just Bills, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a big one, too. Just Bills. And my player to watch, my personal player to watch is Robert Sala because you've got to calm a quarterback down in inclement weather when things go bad. And, and these Bills... Uh, you know how um, Bobby Portis of the of of the Milwaukee Bucks in a good way is one of those really pesky NBA players. Yep. Just always has his arm in there, going for steals, blocks, all that stuff. You know, defensive hustle, that kind of thing. I, I just have the same feeling about these Bills. They're just a pesky little team, and you get one slip on wet turf, and suddenly, you know, Sauce is being beat by Stefan Diggs. Yeah, that's true. We have about 30 it's seconds. Your thoughts on Sauce after seeing him uh, for the first time? Oh, he's, game. he's very good. Yeah, he's, he's, he's legit. He's the uh, defensive rookie of the year, in my mind. I will happily take that. <laughs> I will happily take that sauce as everything he's been lived up to be, and let's hope it stays yeah. that way in snowy Buffalo. Luke, I don't know what they were going to record next week, because I believe your Vikings got flexed in week 15 to Saturday. Yeah, to Saturday, and I got a basketball game at the same time, so I'm not pleased about that. Oh, no, you have to talk to the folks at, at uh, 
Park Avenue, NFL three, you know, uh, three forty-five Park Avenue. They got to take your schedule into consideration. Seriously, I'm gonna send an angry letter. Okay, you send send a fan angry letter. Um. Will. <laughs> Luke's sending a angry letter. Luke's one of the nicest people on earth, folks. Like that's just not Luke's personality. I appreciate it. Just saying that. Um, Luke, thank you. And thank you, everybody, for for listening. Enjoy your football Sunday or Monday, everybody. Take care.